Dance Floor here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. I am with you until the 5 o'clock hour, at which point Two Thumbs Undecided will take over. But until then, we're clearing the dance floor here on listener-supported, independent radio, Free Brooklyn. Now, folks, we have a very special show for you today. We have an in-studio guest. Her name is Maggie Crane. Hi. She is an amazing stand-up comedian. Oh, my God. Thank you. She is... A scene girl. I'm a scene kid, baby. <laughs> I'm a scenester. And she is wearing a Boston Celtics sweatshirt. I am. In I, celebration of, well, I don't want to take away from you. Go ahead. I, I, I love my Celtics. They're going to mm. win today. The big game today. The Celtics <laughs> the game, Celtics you know? Game. The one that everyone's paying attention to. Yeah. And Colby's wearing a Lakers shirt, mm-hmm. so we're fighting. Exactly. We have been coming to blows. Yeah, we're enemies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a real... Kareem versus Bird. Bird. <laughs> I am I am the Larry Bird here. Exactly. Just, exactly. Just villainous. Well, if you want to see my my I'll let the people in on this. My phone background is that you, you watch the Michael Jordan doc. Yes, right? yes. You remember yes. this moment where he uh, goes up to Larry Bird yes! and says, You bitch, fuck you. You bitch, fuck you. That is so good. I lo- I I watch it like four times. Yeah. You bitch, fuck you. It's an amazing moment. It's so good. And he's like trying to be gracious. You bitch, fuck you. Fuck you. It's so <laughs> Oh, good. I love Larry Bird. I mean, what's not to love? What's not to love? He's just, I love, did you, what's the, did you see Winning Time? No, I haven't watched it. In like every shot where he's not playing basketball, he's just drinking some beers, which I love. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Larry Bird is just chilling, drinking some beers. <laughs> and it's like, he's not really in the, he's like, he's like the villain, uh-huh. but he's sort of like not seen. I think they're going to bring him like next season as oh, more okay. of a character, but he's like, it's ominous. Like, like. Magic's always like dreaming about uh-huh. Larry Bird. And it's so funny because they just have this pale motherfucker drinking a few beers. And it's so good. Meanwhile, he's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> yeah, you bitch, fuck you. I loved, I loved, I loved, I loved. That documentary, like I, that was like d- deep pandemic that oh, yeah. came out. So I remember being like, this is all I have. Oh my God. I was never a more devoted basketball <laughs> uh, fan watcher listener of podcasts yeah, yeah. than when the bubble was Oh my god, happening. the bubble? There needs to be like a 30 for 30 or like a some documentary. That Absolutely. insane. Yeah. Or like just a movie. Yeah, Can you yeah. imagine? You hear the shit that went down there and it's like, it sounds crazy. I, I love the stories that are just like, yeah, they would truck in fish yeah. to the ponds because like fishing was like a, a thing like on the Disney campus yeah, that yeah, they yeah. like wanted the players to be doing because it was outside, uh-huh. you know? And they were like, all these stories about them like, hauling fish in from like other parts of the country yeah. so that they have, would have things to catch and like feel like champions. That's amazing. <laughs> no, did you did you hear like the Jimmy Butler shit? Mm-hmm. He like he started a coffee business. Yeah. And yeah. would charge everyone like $20 for a cup of coffee just being like, "Yeah, fuck you, you're all millionaires." <laughs> 20 bucks for some good coffee. And they did. They were like, "Okay." I mean, I think there is there is something to be said for like like the, the players taking it seriously as like a business, you know what I mean? There's like, well, they, yeah. they, there have been the, the, uh, what's the opposite of success, of a success story? Yeah, like a, a bad, a, a, not successful story. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a, you know, a warning sign or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like, you know, like people play and they, then they, 
face financial ruin mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives or whatever. So mm-hmm. like uh, in the one sense, it's cool that like people are are planning for their future. I know. You know what I mean? But like the business ideas, like there was a stretch where everybody was like an NFT. Like you get yeah. an NFT, oh, of, like yeah, a, the NFT of like a bench guy. Yeah. You did know? you see that Marcus Smart has a, a cereal brand called mm-hmm. Wicked Smart? <laughs> and it's just cereal. It's crazy. But more NBA players should have cereals, I think. I know. It's such a good, yeah, it's so good. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. And I immediately, I was like, I need to buy that. Yeah. Please. You got to have a box of it. I got to have, I got on hand at all times. It'll replace the Wheaties box in, yes. in you know, in five years. In the cultural uh, brain. Yes, absolutely. Did you ever uh, have like cereal box uh, uh, toys when you oh, were Oh, yeah. Kid. I also remember the games. There were like mm-hmm. games on, like the, on back the back of cereal boxes. A maze. Yes, like mazes maze. and like trivia and shit like that. And I'll remember the box tops. Oh, yeah. You had to cut out boxes. You brought them to school. What What were those for? I remember I don't know. bringing in bags and bags of box tops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never... Proof of purchase. Yes. <laughs> like they got the top. No idea. Absolutely no idea. But bizarre. Bizarre. And also, did you have the, the soda tabs? Oh, oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. Collected those for for my. I remember like for Shriners Hospital. My mom was like, "Oh, you got it. Let's get the tabs for Shriners." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, yeah." It's like if it means drinking more soda. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Sign me up. Have never. I, I like. I don't. I the way I felt about Mountain Dew. Oh, as like a nine, ten year old. I got addicted to Mountain Dew Code Red, and oh, my yeah. mom told me that they stopped making it. And I believe it's still adulthood. And then I was in a bodega and I was like, they brought back cold bread. And then and I was like, why are you talking about it? I was like, no, because they, they stopped making it. And they were like, no, they didn't. Yeah. My mom just lied. And I she can't believe I was, buy just it like, anymore. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. I just took it. I was like, oh, that sucks. That's a shame. Yeah. And then like years later, like literally adulthood, I was like, look, they brought it back. And my boyfriend was like, what are you talking about? I've been drinking Code Red every day. Yeah, every single day. For 20 years. That's where my gums are bleeding. (laughs) I love Code Red. I used to go to these like minor, minor, minor league baseball games in my hometown. And I would just like drink and coat Mountain Dew Code Red, watch some shitty baseball. 100%. Best best time to be alive. I am so glad you brought up minor league baseball. (laughs) There was a team from my hometown. It was called the Steeplecats. And you would just go. And it was like, and it became a thing. It's like when I was in middle school, it was like I would hang out with all the other little emo kids at the Steeplecats games. And we'd all sort of loiter. It was great. What what is this? What is a steeple cat? Okay, so I'm so glad you asked. It's um well because in North Adams, Massachusetts, there's like a bunch of churches. There was like okay. feuding, you know, like like you know feuding types of white immigrants would come in and sure. bring their like you have the Polish churches. You got so because there's so many goddamn churches, there's like seven steeples. Okay. in the town, so they're like yeah. we should name the like the steeples. They're like that's it's not a steeple. That's not a good. They're like okay, what if they were steeple? Cats. So it was this giant cat, and then like with like a church steeple shirt. It was so oh crazy, God. yeah. And I've never. It it's you know, it, it's never something I've intended. Like in into what's the word I'm looking for? Interrogated. Oh uh, yeah. Because yes. I'm just like yeah. They're, of course, they're the steeple cats. Steeple cats. <laughs> The steeple cat scheme. So it's not like they're, it's like an urban legend, like the Jersey <laughs> Devil or something. Well, now it's like, it fucking is. Yeah, yeah. But they made it. Like yeah. this team made this, like birthed this idea. Yeah, the steeple cats. <laughs> and then the, the mascot was this huge cat named Slider. 
who <laughs> he was a big orange cat and he would run around Slider. and he would slide around on the bases <laughs> and it was so good I, my dad would like bring me and my friends when we were really little yeah. and they would always have trivia and my uh-huh. dad would just be like sitting there with a damn beer and he would make us run he, he would win all the trivia because my dad knows everything about baseball uh-huh. he would just like We'd all get like we'd all get like teddy bears with like Mountain One Bank logos on them. Yeah, it yeah. was so oh, I love Steeple Cats games. There was my my uh, uh, local minor league <laughs> baseball team was the Hagerstown Suns in <laughs> Hagerstown, Maryland. It was like an hour away from where I grew up, and there was a summer where we went like every weekend, mm-hmm. and there was a guy there who dressed up in a hot dog <laughs> suit, and he he would walk around the stands. While the game was going on, like no, no uh, reverence for yeah. the players, just going hot dog. <laughs> uh, that's am- no. I, it's I feel bad for people who grow up in like cool cities because oh, I'm like you don't you don't have the weight of a minor league baseball team. One hundred percent. The players would come to my school and we would all just be like. <gasps> Famous people, yeah, like yeah. these, like yeah. We were like, oh my god, the steeple cats are here. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, there was like a cheat to that stuff where it's just like, yeah, well, the kids they'll have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> they'll have no idea. This guy makes like twenty eight thousand dollars. He doesn't like, make any it's money. Like, it's like they have, it was like I was gonna say like doing a job that like they could do. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like he's like college kids who now like who who like are getting like abused. Yeah. Like total like violation of labor laws. Oh yeah, yeah. we're like look at that famous athlete. <laughs> no, it was huge. And then and then every year the most the, exploited guy. And then the <laughs> whole town was the most exploited man. Remember when Bernie went on his whole minor league baseball? Kick? Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I fucking love you, man. I know. But uh, every year in the Fourth of July, the whole town would go to the Steeble Cats game and then watch fireworks and it would just play "Born in the USA" over and over <laughs> again. It wasn't multiple songs. It was just "Born in the USA" so on funny. loop. Oh, it's like singing about <laughs> Vietnam vets yes. having no home. There, I feel like there is a moment for every single person with that song where it's like you hear it and you're just like, oh, yeah, it's born in the USA. And then there's one yeah. day where it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect type of art because everyone loves it. Yeah. Every like lefties can be like, yeah, fuck that. And like yeah, yeah. people who are like, go you. Yeah. Born in the motherfucking USA, bitch. <laughs> it's a perfect it's a perfect art form. No, really more people now should to should do that kind of like cynical like yes. swing for more people should be Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. really I don't understand why everyone doesn't yeah. posing in front of the flag exactly with your jeans butt love love <laughs> but yeah oh I now I really I have a hankering for oh my god you know what's the best minor league baseball oh I don't think it's around anymore but the, the Staten Island Yankees Maggie, you could not have said more <laughs> magic words to me than the Staten Island Yankees I I am the biggest booster for the Staten Island Yankees, (laughs) which I have to say, there is a new team in that stadium now. Yeah, what is it? The Staten Island Fairy Hawks. That's that's very steeple cat. Uh, yeah, steeple yeah. cat and the fairy hawks are very much from the same like fantasy world. And so my friend and I went <laughs> the to the first hawks. game. We went to the first game. It was like last year. Oh my god! Uh, and I was like, because the Staten Island Yankees were like, it was like a thing that people did. Like I this friend of mine, it. like he grew up in Staten Island. He's like, he my mom whole... is from Staten Island. Okay, my whole yeah, family's yeah. there, so we would go to the Staten. And, and everyone is like blackout drunk. They let the children <laughs> run on the field. Yeah. They let the children into the field. Like every inning, I, I mean, at the end of every game, anyone <laughs> yeah. who wants to can just, just go down and run around the bases. 
I went, there's a, there's a dog day. Yeah. There's like a dog yeah. day. I went on dog day, all these dogs there. Oh my God, it's amazing. And then I, my, yeah, my mom goes and she gets real Staten Island. Oh yeah. It's so amazing. Yeah. And it's well, the best view of the fucking city you've ever it's seen. It's amazing. It's, it's like it's right on the water. It's right on the water. It's right there. It's amazing. Sun's it's, going down. Yeah. The city's lighting up. It's beautiful. You're watching baseball. You're watching the motherfucking Staten Island Yankees. Or so, this is the Fairy Hawks. So the, the distinguishing thing about the Fairy Hawks now <laughs> is that they have a woman playing uh, uh, outfield. What? Uh, I, That's her, not allowed. Her name is Kelsey something. Okay. Uh, and it was like, it was kind of like big, big news that, yeah. this, uh, like that this glass ceiling had been broken. Yes. And um and so I go my friend and I would go to this first game and we're we're sitting in the, the row and there's this like big this like it's like all older couples yeah, like yeah. Uh, like probably like late fifties early sixties couples uh and they're like they're they're very into it yes they they are, they're announcing the lineup <laughs> of the players okay and they get to that you know they're going through everybody everybody's getting a nice cheer yeah they oh. get to this woman they get to Kelsey and this <laughs> this woman behind us turns to her husband and she goes okay but she's not a starter is she <laughs> they're like yeah yeah but we got someone else in there right that's amazing oh I was like God. there we go that, there's the Staten there Island there it I is know. yeah now we're in Staten Island baby <laughs> get this broad off the field. <laughs> That's so good. I love it there, though. I love it's so it great so that much. you know the Staten Island of Yankees. Of course, They've I know the Staten so Island Yankees. I love the Staten Island Yankees. Really good. Oh well, now and they there was some time when there was nothing happening there, and it was like mm. so fucking sad. I was oh, like, yeah. this is the greatest. This is like a temple. I know that is empty. I know. I know. It just sat empty for a year. Yeah. Yeah. So sad, but I'm so glad that it's back. Me too. I got it. We got to go together. Dude, nothing is better. It's like pick a day. I, <laughs> I'm so there. I love I, baseball. Is one of those sports I can't watch on TV. It's just too boring. Yeah, yeah. But being at a baseball game, I'm like, so invested. I'm like, America is actually good. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We've never wronged Where else anyone. Can you do this, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love baseball so much. I want to tell people that the number to call in is 718-673-8201. That's 718-673-8201 if you'd like to call in and join the baseball fund. Woo! Which we are opening the phones now. Nice. To, Hello. Uh, anybody has baseball stuff they want to talk about. Or anything. At any point, you can, you can jump in. Can yeah, in. or anything, of course. Now, I want to talk to you about your show. Yes, about please. About Side by Side. Side by Side. Before, just describe it for people so uh, so they know what I already know. Uh, yes, so I've been doing this. I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian, and I've been doing this solo show, this narrative solo show. Um, and it's b- about growing up with my older brother, Aiden, who was profoundly disabled, both physically, developmentally. And he was two years older than me. And so when you grow up with... Um, you know, when you grow up with someone your whole life, it's I did not understand that he was like different or that this was not normal. So it's a it's a solo show about m- him and me growing up together and sort of being like the shitty little sister who's like mean to disabled kids because <laughs> that's all my friends were. I was in this program called Side by Side, which was like this preschool program for disabled and not disabled kids, and mm. sort of I frame it around that. But yeah, it's a it's a solo show about disability in america and siblings 
There we go. <laughs> there Elevator you go. pitch. Perfect. Perfect I always, it's so funny to tell people. People are like, what's your show about? I'm like, it's about my dead disabled brother. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah it I'm like, very funny. it's really funny. <laughs> well, but it's like, it's so like you weave through the like Brendan Yuri yes. stuff as well in such a, it's such a, it's like a perfect through line through yes. all this. Uh, that, you know, I don't want to spoil necessarily for yes. people. But, the, uh, I do, I do bookend it by talking about when I was in middle school, I was obsessed with Panic at the Disco. Like, like, like dry humping walls pretending it was Brendan Urie. <laughs> I was so in love with Brendan Urie and I sort of, uh, it's a, he's a big part of uh, my work. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always see, you know how you see people doing solo shows at like Cherry Lane and stuff and they always have like celebrities come to the shows and I'm like, yeah. what if Brendan comes? Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what if he comes? I'm like, and I'm so delusional. I'm like, he might, guys, he might come. <laughs> guys, he might come. He could hear about this. He could. He could be like some, some crazy ass bitches doing a solo show about me. Yeah, I know. Please come, Brendan. <laughs> if you're listening, please come. If at any point you hear this, know that you're welcome. Panic at the Disco is no longer a band. I know. Did you see that? I thought of you immediately at when I saw day, this news. I got, people were like reaching out to me like my father had died. People were like, are you okay? <laughs> and this was like three days before I was doing the show again. And I was like, how can you do this to me right yeah. now? I'm going through a lot. Oh my God, I have to rewrite the show. But yeah, I was, I was devastated. I mean, Panic at the Disco hasn't been Panic at the Disco for like 15 years, sure, but sure. it was still, it was still sad. Yeah. And like, I know it, they're bad. I, and I don't care. I just want to make that. It, it, the thing is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, that's when not you, what they're about. No. It's when you love something good. when you're 12, it's like, that's all you're going to love for right. the rest of your life. Totally. Yeah. So now, so you've done this show several times here in New York. You've done a caveat. Yes, I did it. Um, well, I started, so I started off. I did it. Like, was it the brick, right? Was it, it the, brick the first yeah. ever show of it was at Life World, this like, okay. very cool DIY space in Gowanus that's mm. like in the back of a cannery, and it's like a very, it's very, very cool. But I didn't tell anyone it was like a solo show. I marketed it like, yeah, I'm doing some new material. And then I was like, lock the doors. You're hearing my fucking trauma. <laughs> and um, so then, and that's where it started. And then from there, I got my my director came on, who's my best friend uh, in the world, Annalisa Plum. Mm-hmm. She's an actress and director. Uh, and she we, we've known each other since college. And she's like, she's like a New York girl. She's very, she's like Dalton school. Very, yeah. She's very like cool, like New Yorker. And she's so mean to me. Um, and so she's like the best, she's my favorite person. Cause like, I'll do like, she's like, yeah, that line about, um, your dead disabled brother is really not hitting. <laughs> you have to do better. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but no, she's amazing. She came on. She helped me like shape it more and to like make it like more theatery. She helped yeah, me. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. ask you what you feel like she gave. It. Oh, she's yeah. well, she's amazing because it's like it's just so good to have someone in the room who's like it's not her life, and right. it's like she's not looking at it as like this like these memories and this, like mm. what happened, what didn't happen, how we shape it. She's like looking at it as a structural piece, yeah. and she's so good. She's so much better than me at like this like thinking in terms of structure. So she just helped me like move stuff around, and it's so interesting because she's not a comedian, which I couldn't recommend higher enough. Like, don't have a comedian direct your comedy <laughs> ever. Um, so she like. She, you know, she wasn't giving me like writing notes. She wasn't giving right, me right. like she wasn't being like, "Oh, this is a punch up." She was like, "Move this part here." Uh, and I was like, "Okay, okay." And also, she's an actress. She's a very, very talented actress. And so she's like, like, there's so much performance shit you have to do. Like, yeah. it's like actually you have to act. And I'm so fucking bad at acting. I can like be myself, but then it's like she's like, you have to sort of like do a little more acting here. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna do that. 
but no, she's she so she's been really helpful with like performance stuff and like the 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 literal structure of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's amazing. But yeah, she came on, and then we did like we marketed it as a solo show. We like came up with a name. We did all the real stuff, and we did that last March. Yeah. Uh, and then from then, I've been doing it around the city. I'm taking it to LA and I'm taking it to Mass Mocha, yes. which is where I'm from, um, Western Massachusetts, North Adams, and mm. the home of the Steeple Cats. And <laughs> and then yeah, the other, I'm 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 getting my shit together for Edinburgh. I'm hey, try- yeah, that's exciting. I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm trying to get a theater run here mm-hmm. in New York. A few have reached out to me, and I'm just setting all that up. And it's I hope to do it for a long time. Yeah. Things are happening. Things are happening. Baby. Yeah. So now you, I have some shop talk Please. questions for you about Please. the show. How did you work this particular material out? Because you incredible know, question. Because <laughs> you know, just so just so people know, uh, an open mic crowd is not the most receptive to, I would say, even the slightest vulnerability. Yes. <laughs> about yes. even inconsequential things, and this is you know. If, uh, a defining thing about your life. So yeah, like where, where do you go yeah. to like to, to see if it's working? Well, it's, it, it started cause I like, I actually started, um, I, I, what was the, the first joke I wrote that I was like, Oh, I should maybe turn this into a show. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause a lot of the jokes I've like stuffed my stand up in. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, there's sort of, great stuff about like your folks and yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's like some of it, like I have like, one of the first stand up jokes I ever wrote. I stuffed in that show. Um, and but so it's like I it's like tailored in but I did I I went to an open mic at Pine Box Rock Shop mm-hmm. um, right around the corner a from shout here. out um, and I did this joke about how like because I went my brother was disabled and I went to school with um, a bunch of other disabled kids and what that means is just like I'm just a six year old who's just mean to disabled kids and I did yeah. this joke about how I like bullied disabled kids and people got so uncomfortable but and I don't think I've ever told him this, but I just heard in the back of the room, Sam Evans, the comedian, yeah. just goes, very good. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, this is obviously not... And it was like one of those things where I was like, okay, it, there's something here. Yeah. And then I started to do it little by little. I would do some jokes. But then I, I really, like, a lot of it, it was just... It was just so foreign to me. I just wrote it and memorized it and yeah. said it the first for the first yeah. time in front of people at my workshop show, mm-hmm. which is so it's something that is so foreign to me and so weird. But it oh, was yeah. like I ha- you just can't. Yeah. Also, there's parts of that show where they're not. It's like not all of it's jokes. Mm-hmm. So I have to also just be like, huh? yeah, <laughs> hi. <laughs> but no, it was it was a crazy process. I I sort of I I actually sort of stopped doing jokes like that at open mics. Yeah. And I yeah. and there's some of those jokes in the show that it's I talk to people about this all the time. It's so frustrating because I've spent like a year of my life writing an entire new hour of comedy that is almost all of it I cannot use outside of the <laughs> show. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll like do a set, like I'll do like a 10 minute set somewhere and I'll be like, oh, these jokes are so old. I have no new jokes. And I'm like, no, I have a, I have a new <laughs> hour. hour. Yeah, yeah. I just can't fucking use any of it. <laughs> right. But I, I do use some of it very little. You're not trying to do like the 10 minute version of your one hour Exactly. I'm not trying to, yeah. It's variety show. And it's so funny because like so much of it is like, it's like when you're joking about either death or disability or stuff that might like make people clench their assholes, it's like you you have to earn so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have mm-hmm. to really set yourself up in a way that then you can earn like making jokes about yeah, yeah. stuff that's darker and you just don't have fucking time in yeah. a 10 minute set. I can't just get up there and be like, hi, I hate disabled people. <laughs> And then you like get off. It's like, okay. So, Woo! Yeah. Woo! yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maggie! Yeah. 
But um, yeah, so it was it was actually it was it was a weird process because I've been you know spend, yeah. spending so many years of my life doing stand up to to then just be like, well, I hope this one's good. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I was curious about that because like so much of it too like builds yeah. in a really like natural way. Yeah. You know, it's like the the stuff you're talking about like towards the end like hits very hard because of yeah. what we what, like the stories you've told like going on yes and so i was curious like i was yeah. wondering if there was if it was just kind of like an all at once like here's the show like here's it, what it could be it, it was a little bit of but i did yeah. i did do some stuff at open mics and you know it depends it's like it's some open mics are really crushed at because people because sometimes people are like oh, okay whoa you know you hear someone make a dark joke that's really good it's like yeah. that's the best feeling in the world yeah yeah you're like that's so fucked up hell yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, it, it was, it was a process, but then it ultimately was just me like putting on like a, a little play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, looking to, looking to the future now, like mm-hmm. as you go, you're like gearing up to like do it at Edinburgh, yeah. uh, which like would require you doing it every yeah. day, yeah. uh, uh, you know, for a month yeah. or so. Is there any part of you that's like, I don't want to. Totally. I don't want to sit in this every day. One hundred percent. It's like on on multiple levels. It's like just like the act of saying the same thing every single day. Yeah. That's sort of like, oh my god, really? Mm-hmm. And then also, it's like it is real. It's like at the end of the show, I am really crying. Like you know, yeah. it's like oh, that's yeah. very real. And it's like to put yourself there. It's like it's hard, but it's also and to get sort of cheesy here. It's like I. How do I say this without sounding fucking stupid? <laughs> bitch um it's like i've like having this process of like getting to write about and talk about and like live in this time of my life where my brother Uh was alive has been amazing it's like it feels like you know obviously he's not here but it's like it it has felt like oh i've gotten to spend so much time with him yeah yeah over the past year and that has been like yeah i've cried more than i have in the past like 10 years this year but it's been so nice and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. oh it's like you know i go I've, I've like go through family pictures i like talk to my parents about mm-hmm. stuff and it's been like so wonderful it's like i've i've gifted myself this yeah. experience where it's like another way to have a relationship with someone who's died totally well and i feel like the, the 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 portrait you paint of him mm-hmm. is very like full also yes. like you really get a sense as an audience member of like who this guy was yes, you know yes, what I mean? yeah. yeah yeah and that's been and that was hard the first time i did it even the second time i did it uh it's it's funny it's so interesting how your brain works it's like i didn't talk about him as much mm-hmm. i had to, i sort of had to write more about him because i was a too i was too sad you know yeah. what i mean i was like oh let's just make it the funny parts and then i like really dove into like him and his experience and his life and that felt great and it's so funny it's like it, it, upon when you memorize when i memorize the show it's like there's stuff that sticks in my brain and then the stuff that's even slightly not funny i do not remember yeah i'm like i say something sad here and i don't know what it is you know what i mean i just like your brain is like nope yeah you're not gonna remember that yeah. <laughs> but yeah 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 yeah. well has it ever caught because it, it, there is a moment like towards the end of the show where you you kind of you choke up a little bit yes. and, but has that ever caught you at like unexpected points during it like while yeah yeah it? yeah there's there's like an earlier moment in the show when i'm like describing him and his how he like which is pretty joke free i like have like a like a pretty uh like for stand-up comedian a long period of time where i'm not making jokes i'm yeah, just yeah. like describing someone who i love and that sometimes i'm like i really feel it and it's like it's like at, by that point in the show it's like i i people trust me because i've been on stage for like 25 minutes mm-hmm. but it's still a little too early to get like to, to pull any big punches totally so, but i find myself being like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god don't cry don't cry don't cry <laughs> yeah yeah 
Did you have a model for this? Like, were were you thinking of like shows you've seen or or, or specials or anything like I that? I guess that- kind. I guess not. Yes and no. Like, I obviously it's like Berbiglia is like the total the king of this shit, yeah. and like he what he does is amazing um, with this kind of like narrative stand up. Uh, so, and I've seen all his shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously that was in my brain, but I. I didn't really model it off something because I I just was so because it was sort of just like I was like oh, I guess I can I should uh, I was really didn't know what I was fucking doing yeah, um yeah, yeah. and yeah I just sort of you just it, it's so funny because it just came from like memories and you're just as you go you're remembering shit and you're just like oh my god we gotta put that we gotta put that yeah yeah uh, so yeah it just sort of it just sort of happened that's wild <laughs> yeah. yeah that's cool though, that this like snowball effect that yeah. you're describing where it's just it like totally it, it, was. Appe- it like uh, it uh, appears to you you know yes. like it uh, it reveals itself yeah and then you you like it's so funny it's like oh this has been like it's so funny it's just like this has been my whole life in the making you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just like all the little things or all the little jokes that i've already had that were sort of just fit perfectly into this show because yeah. i was like oh yeah that, that, this is what i've been supposed to do right. yeah and you're like oh <laughs> shit but um yeah it's been yeah yeah it's yeah been, i'm not supposed to just talk about i don't fucking mac and cheese yeah or something. <laughs> yeah you're not supposed to be an asshole all the time yeah dating yeah. is so dating in brooklyn is so weird God. um but yeah and it like and yeah, it's it's just been a whole. You're like, oh, this is everything is bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's all been for this. Well, do you feel? I mean, like on a similar note, like obviously this is not something that like you as a as a, a craftsman or like a, as a comedian like could have mm-hmm. probably tackled like earlier. Oh, definitely at, at, not. Like, oh point. my like, god. Do you feel like it's kind of like built on the back of those years spent being 100%. an asshole? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like you know you can't you gotta like to I mean to write an hour you've got to do I mean it's you know you yeah. gotta get good at stand up. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> and Lord knows I spent most of my life being not good at stand up. So <laughs> yeah. So oh definitely. And it's like yeah you have to like learn how to be a comedian and you have to eat shit (laughs) and don't worry i still eat shit (laughs) i'm still out here bombing it's never over i teach stand-up at broken comedy collective and it's so funny because people will be like well when did you start to not bomb and i'm like uh never yeah i bomb constantly (laughs) people hate my ass (laughs) (laughs) they fucking hate me oh me they fucking hate me (laughs) how are you liking teaching I love teaching. And when I first started teaching, I was really scared because I was like, you know, it's so hard to like be like, oh, yes, let me impart my wisdom. And you're like, I'm a jackass. Like I should not be teaching anyone anything. But then it's like you actually do sort of think about your process and you're like, oh, I actually do understand this. Yeah. Um, And it's been great. It it helped my stand up because now I'm like, I literally am like, well, what would I say to my students? And it's like, it's so much easier also to like, to help someone else yes. with their bit and then yeah. to write your own bit. Oh, but, yeah. but no, I love it. It's like very fun. It's very cool to watch. It's like people become friends and it's yeah. like really nice. You're like, Oh yeah, life is good. People make connections. It's yeah. really sweet. I like it a lot. That's great. First class is everybody watch these, uh, 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 David Letterman sets. Absolutely, from, <laughs> yeah. It's like here's Todd Jay Barry. Leno. Yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Here's Todd Barry. Watch and listen. Yeah, I don't. I which is probably wrong. I don't have people like 
I I don't like make people watch shit or read shit. I just like because I teach a, a class. The, the class that I have built is very much based sort of to bring it back to my show. It's like I sort of force people to talk about themselves yeah, and yeah. just like write about their lives. And I'm like, I not everyone's going to be a comedian who like talks about their real lives, but that's where you're going to fucking start. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just like, yeah, tell me about the most embarrassing day of your life. Yeah, you're like, trying to get everybody in your class to do their Nanette. Yes. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, that's what's interesting to me. I don't care about, I mean, I obviously I love like alt comedy and everything like that. But it's like, at the end of the day, I want to see a fucking person be a fucking human on stage and be a little freaky weirdo. Oh, sure. Well, the thing too about like, about the the, the alt stuff Mm -hmm. is like the best, I feel like the best character performance or whatever you're seeing is like more true. Yeah. Like that's how that person is being themselves you know what i mean it's like you see who they are through this like point of view that's being expressed through this like fucking wig or whatever you know what i mean but it's like it's the shitty stuff that it's just like and this would be a funny idea what if there was a chef but he only cooked fish and chips Uh, yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) do that dude you should do that oh my god what are you still doing here go Get to a microphone, bitch. Um, no, that's it's it's exactly that. But the one thing I go off of is like, like my one little line that I say at every class is like the like as people, the one thing, the one thing that we are experts on is our own lives. Yeah. So why not just take the yeah. one thing you are an expert on? I also and use on, on that just to, to back that up. Mm-hmm. Anytime I've tried to write like a topical joke, yeah, I'll go to the mic. I'll be, of course, in like hour three of, of it going on. People have heard 10 jokes about this thing yeah. already. It's just like no one's got a joke about how I feel about my I hate cousin. To- I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not someone I topical jokes like like news jokes are not my strong suit. No, I just am like I don't have any. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there are people who really get off on like the math. Yes. Them, yes. You know, where it's like and the that's monologue. cool. It's oh, it's, so... if you can do it, it's like very satisfying. And you also, know, you but... got a job. I mean, yeah, you get, I mean... you get paid well. <laughs> I'm just so not. I, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I know. I've, I don't know if you have to. I've tried. I've tried to do the like the. The packet. I tr- yeah. Oh, I've done. I've, I've done a few packets in my and like <laughs> writing packets for new shows. I'm like, this is so dumb. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like on the New York. I yeah, I, I had to do a packet for this one job. I almost got that. Um, I I had to subscribe to the New York Times, and I was like, I fucking hate this. I don't want to subscribe to the New York Times. <laughs> NPR is free, bitch. Absolutely. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I am. I, the New York Times are such little libs, but oh my God. The New York Times cooking? Incredible. <laughs> I pay for that shit. I'll get my lib. I'll give those libs my I money. I mean, those recipes, they're they pretty damn really good. Come in handy. And it's really well uh, designed. Yeah. It I'll is. say it. Very I'll good. say it. I'll yeah. give it to him. I'll great give it to app. him. Great app. Okay. I'll, 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 I'll give it to him. Very good. If you've got a great app out there, why don't you give us a call? 718 673 That's 718-673-8201. Time for those phones to ring off the dang hook. Off the hook, baby. Maggie. Yes. I'm going to debut a new segment with please, you today please. on this uh, on this episode of Clear the Dance Floor. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we talk about interviews, right? Love. And ultimately... You know, some people, they have these interviews and it's just like, whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, what are they even talking about? Mm-hmm. I want my interviews to be <laughs> to be accessible to everyone, no matter what. Absolutely. No matter what they're into. Mm-hmm. So what I've done is I've pulled up the main website for USA Today. <laughs> 
Perfect. And I'm going to ask you a question that falls into the category of every like tab at the top of yes. USA Today. Okay. A little something for everybody. Okay. So no, the first tab is, of course, home, home. which I feel like we've already covered with we, the with steeple, steeple cats. cats. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is news. Oh, uh, we did that a little we bit. Did that a little bit. Oh, there is one news that I that I love today. Mm-hmm. I did you see that Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly broke up, Ugh. and she posted a Beyonce lyric and a picture of a letter burning, and she un- <laughs> she unfollowed everyone, and she's only that following awesome. she's only following Eminem, Timothy Chalamet, and like someone else hot. Oh wow! Amazing. Oh, Mescal. Uh, ten out of ten. Fantastic. I love that move. It's really good. I am fighting every day against the urge to earnestly post lyrics. So oh, yeah. I love it when someone can- does it. I'm like, yeah. yeah. All I want to do is is put a Mitski lyric oh my as my Facebook status. Oh, yes. That's all I want. Oh, when I somebody. So uh, Luciana Randall used love. to do a show that was like it was like a, a um, part of it was like they would look up old Facebook statuses and like that you had could to get bad for you me. had to guess who on the lineup like had posted. That's that. incredible. And the one they found for me was from 2009 it was uh, uh bruce springsteen and billy joel duetted at the rock and roll hall of fame concert last night two of the greatest musicians ever coming together truly a historic moment that's incredible we were so pure and now everyone's like now everyone's we ruined like it with oh, irony. the deep fakes and the the, the irony pilled and we're all just like mm, the internet we used to just be like oh, really happy to be alive today yeah it's so crazy. No, I I miss it. I miss yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The 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 lyrics I would put in <laughs> like so uh, like the aim messenger, like the little sub messenger yeah. I'm talking about. <laughs> oh my god, I would post lyrics so often. Oh my god, like quotes. I would uh-huh. like I would pull out some deep ass shit. Oh yeah. Oh my god, Broadway musical lyrics. <laughs> yes. Everywhere. <laughs> I would post things like uh, Patty Lapone won another Tony. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she is so <laughs> queen. Yeah, queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and now i have to be like i have to be cool enough to tweet yeah exactly no, get yeah out of here you have to post something and just be like don't i look like a fucking idiot yeah i have to be like <laughs> look at this bad photo of me in a yeah, stupid yeah. hat i know i know <laughs> it's so brutal <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> we used to be like here's something i love and want to share with the world yes really appreciating connection and meanwhile, now I'm just like, if I did that, I would it would get screenshotted and sent to so many to people. So many people. <laughs> Look it's at this so fucking sad. asshole. But that Megan Fox just did it. She posted a photo of a burning letter with a Beyonce lyric from Lemonade. It's really beautiful. And unfollowed everyone. It's re- I mean, it's great. It's incredible that she did that. It's amazing. I'm obsessed with her. I love that. Yeah. Have if you, I had to break up this- body. Of course, I've seen Jennifer's yeah, body. Anyway, sorry, There's a Panic at the Disco song in there. They did, oh, they did a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so right. yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, if I feel like if I went through a breakup at this point in my life, I would, I would, I would do some crazy shit like that. Yeah, you have to. I would, I would really mm-hmm. burn it all down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, oh, the lemonade lyrics I would post. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you've got to do like crying selfie. Oh my God! Yeah, with them in that like you know the like the script font yes. on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> yes, but I also love that she 
She unfollowed everyone she knows and only followed her ex-boyfriend's enemies. That's amazing. That's so good. It's really good. Oh, my God. I was thinking of who are my current boyfriend's enemies and who I would follow. I was like, that's a good... He doesn't have too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just keep that list in the back of your head. Yeah, uh, I'm just keeping it back in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, don't break up with me. <laughs> don't do it. You know what I could do. You know what I could do? I could unfollow everyone I know and only follow, like, it would be like, it would be like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Yeah, it would if be. Your- it would be all of the Miami Heat. Is <laughs> who it would be. You're only following Miami. Heat. I'm only following the entire Miami Heat team. The not my family. Who, the ladies my- who ranch are like, what the fuck? Maggie unfollowed me, and I'm like, I had to. I'm devastated. <laughs> well, that's news. <laughs> Next category: entertainment. 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 Are you watching The Last of Us? Of course. It's so damn good. I haven't started yet. It's so, you have to. It's. I, I know everyone's saying it's good. It's are. so good. And I want to, but I haven't. Why? Are you like, a, did, did you play the video game? No. No. <laughs> I don't know why. You just have to. It's. I understand that. Sometimes I, sometimes I like, I think this is because I'm Irish Catholic, but I like, sometimes I like, d- don't interface with something I know I'll enjoy just because. I know. It's so weird. I'm like, I'm like, that's probably a good show. I won't watch it. <laughs> I Literally, I do that all the well, time. But I like to be up on stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, like I brought this up. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you're talking about it. <laughs> Not even me. The subtext is like me begging you to tell me to watch it. <laughs> no, you brought it up just so you could be like, I don't watch actually. Yeah, right. Oh, you right, watch the was... I'm like, yeah, I am. And you're like, <laughs> sort of. Yeah, not I'm me. actually a snob. <laughs> It's really good. And Pedro, is his name Pedro Pascal? Yeah. He's so hot. Yeah. He's so hot. Every episode, I'm just like, oh my God, he's so hot. <laughs> oh. See, this is what I need. Yeah. I need someone uh, uh, pushing me. He's so hot. And the, you know, this episode three that everyone's talking about, it's like a, just a sh- yeah, movie. Yeah. It's With amazing. The, the fella from the White Lotus. Yeah. The and gay fella. Yeah. The gay man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gay-man. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> from White Lotus, yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's really good. You it. should watch it. I will. I will. God. God damn it. <laughs> Next category. Mm-hmm. Now this is my favorite one. I can't wait. Life. <laughs> so some sample stories from life okay. include <laughs> things like fashion, beauty, you know, wellness. Life. And so I guess my question for you is, um, are you taking care of your skin microbiome? Um, I've start. I have to take good care of my skin because I will age like milk. I am. I am a white Irish woman. I, it's not going. It's not going to go well for me. And my boyfriend is eleven years older than me. Pervert. Um, he's eleven years older than me, and he's like Italian, and he's like aging incredibly well. And he's like, which is at first you're like, yeah, I have a hot boyfriend, cool. And now I'm like, it's, it's, it makes me upset. You're mad, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, not right. fuck my. He's forty. He's turning forty this year, and he looks amazing. Mm. And he's like, na- he's one of these motherfucking bitches. Who's like naturally just has abs. Uh-huh. I mean, that's incredible. He has just abs. Look at you. Look at me. Right? But no, that's cool for a while. And then you're like, shut the, get the fuck out of here with Where that. Where are my natural abs? Yeah, I'm like, God damn it. So now I'm like, yeah. So I, I use sunscreen. That's my big one. Nice, nice. Every day. Every night. I really? Use yes. In, in, like even today? Yeah. That's awesome. Every fucking day. That's cool. That's the most important thing. And um, I started to moisturize more. But I have this theory that it's all, I don't, I think it's a scam. 
Moisturizer? N- all of it. I think it's all a scam. I think I started last year. I started to use retinol, the thing that like for wrinkles and shit, uh-huh. and it made my skin so much worse. And then I stopped oh, wow. using it, and it was like everything got better. Yeah, and that was your that was your glow up was yeah. stopping using. Yeah, these I got this expensive product, and it like was supposed to make your skin glow, and it like I got the worst rash. Oh my god, it was crazy. It's awful. So now I'm just sunscreening and moisturizing. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Oh, natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sunscreen. But yeah, it's not going to end well for me. So I, yeah, I'm trying to like, you know, put on a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, when when I am like 50 and my boyfriend's 60, we're, I'm going to look older than him. Uh-huh. And I'm yeah. going to kill Everyone myself. Everyone will be like, how's your mom doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Horrible. Next category. Perfect. Money. Oh my God. Who needs it? Now- a recent story from USA Today <laughs> on money. And this is why this category is, is maybe my favorite. Yeah. Is that it includes stories like this. Top, like, like third story from the top on the money homepage today. Wawa is offering free <laughs> coffee in three states ahead of Super Bowl 57. Yes. What does this inspire in you? Um. I have this Dunkin' Donuts tattoo that I think is the vibe of that story. Absolutely. I have a Dunkin' Donuts tattoo. It's a it's an iced coffee uh, surrounded by laurels. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a Dunkin' awesome. Donuts iced coffee. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. And I people always ask me if I get free coffee because of it. I'm like, no, I don't because I'm embarrassed to show someone. <laughs> I love this tattoo, but I'm not going to go into a Dunkin' Donuts and be like, hey, look yeah, what I got. Check this out. Although one time I was in a Dunkin' Donuts in Maine, so New England, and I... um. I was standing there and this woman behind me just like taps me. We said no words to each other. She taps me on the arm, points at my tattoo, and I just nod back. <laughs> and it was crazy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, yeah, we're here and that's it. We get it. They don't. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, yeah, I, I should do it soon. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like they'd give me some free ass coffee if I had, I have on my body forever the, and I did it myself. The right employee having the right kind of day yeah. would would do that. Yeah. I don't think you could bank on it every time. Yeah. But like the, when the stars align, mm-hmm. oh, it would be beautiful. I always think if I even get any like minor success, I'm going to be like, uh, hey, Dunkin' Donuts. Sponsor or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Please. Yeah. But I should do that now. I should be like, hey, can you sponsor my show? It's actually not a bad idea. It's, I mean. I'll DM them. I think you should do it. <laughs> I, <should. laughs> I think you should do it. Oh my God. Dunkin' Donuts presents. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to. I everyone sent everyone in my life sends me any every Dunkin' Donuts really. Recently, uh-huh. I had two people, uh, like three people actually, on the same day, like send me two different stories about Dunkin' Donuts where they sell alcohol, and I was like, that would be how I die. One hundred percent. If Dunkin' Donuts started serving alcohol, I would be dead in a year. Yeah, they do a like a an alcohol uh, heavy uh, Shamrock Shake. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I would be like, be the end. that'd be the end for me. Did you see, they also, they they started making, they started making Mountain Dew alcoholic. And I'm like, yeah. as soon as that comes to New York, I'm going to pass away. It's all over. It's all over. It's alcoholic Mountain Dew absolutely is my cause of death. It's 100% my cause of death. <laughs> it's so funny you say that because I feel like, like, I, I understand why, like, Chipotle has beer, you know, because it's, yeah. it's just, it's like, it's a different kind of, it's like fast casual. You yeah, know? It's yeah, like yeah. Different. But it's like, Chipotle is like owned by McDonald's. Yeah. And I just think it would be so funny if they started having They'd beer be in so McDonald's. lawless. Like, they just had it as like an option on, yeah. the, on the soda fountain. It's just like, there's just beer. Beer. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like if McDonald's is already the most uh, uh, like Wild West place you I could know. go in the city, which that's another thing is like the, the, the McDonald's in, in like big cities is so different from like the oh, function it's so different. it provides anywhere else. Absolutely. Like my, the McDonald's in my hometown that I'm thinking of, like if you go, it, it's like just to get like a breakfast, like a, a pancake breakfast yeah. or something, there will be like a table full of like the town elders. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they've we have all that too, been the there Burger since King. 6 a.m. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> like all hang the out same there. Coffee. My grandpa used to do that and I would go with him. Oh yeah. He would like have meetings there. Yeah, yeah. He would like hold court in this fucking... It was back. That was the the McDonald's. Yeah, big time. No, and now it's just you know the you know the McDonald's um Essex Street. Oh, I sure yeah, do. That's like that's it to, for me. When you think of like city McDonald's, you're yes. just like whoa. You're like someone is having a mental breakdown at every absolutely. Booth. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, did you see? Remember the there was like a, the the subway shooter was caught at that McDonald's, yeah. and I was like, that is perfect. Yep. That's yeah, exactly quite, where he would go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> it just like confirms every bad thing you think about <laughs> the people who are at McDonald's that you're like trying to talk yourself out of. You're like, yeah. no, like this is me being crazy. Like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just having a hard time. Yeah. And, and then you're like, oh no, the subway shooter <laughs> went to the Essex Street McDonald's. Is here. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. I know. But uh but yeah, no, uh, um I I uh like before we go off of this topic, I do want to tell you about an uh, interaction I had with a Shake Shack employee. <laughs> During the pandemic, that I that if I'm ever feeling like down, I think about this, and it do, does make me happy. Where uh, uh, Hallie lived like really close to a Shake Shack at the time, yeah. and um, we would so they have the app, you know. And yeah. So like, oh, I know. We would you know occasionally, and by that I mean frequently, place orders on the app that I would go pick it up. And so <laughs> we did this one night. It was freezing cold, and like usually there was like a little line where you had to kind of wait outside. And I go in, there's nobody around. And uh, I'm like, all right, all right. And so I go up to the window and I'm like, hey, I'm picking up an order for Colby. And the guy turns back like this, then turns back around and goes, just came out, King. <laughs> Were you like, I am a king? I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, man. He was like, enjoy, brother. That is amazing. It's so Just beautiful. Out, King. Just, and, and this was like April 2020. Like there were bodies in the streets. Yes, yes. <laughs> Cop cars on fire. Cop on fire. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Just came out, King. Really beautiful. That's so good. <laughs> Do you ever see him again? No, no. Wow. And I would he just materialize. I would you. look for him. Like I would hope that I got that guy again when oh we would go back, but I never saw him again. Oh my never. god. That's he he knew you needed him. And it was not for lack of trying. <laughs> just came out king. That's so good. Oh my god. Maggie Crane. Yeah. <laughs> what king? My guest here today on Radio Free Brooklyn. We have a few minutes left in the show. Hell yeah. Which is the perfect time to bring up the next category. Yes. On usatoday.com, <laughs> which is travel. Now, Ooh. you have some exciting trips coming up, wouldn't you yes, say? Yes, I do. I'm going to Los Angeles. I don't 
Hey, I must say something crazy right now. I don't like LA very much. What? Come on. I know. You gotta go to Silver Lake Reservoir. Sure. Do a little walk around. I'll do a little walk around. Change your mind. Yeah, I'll change my mind right away. No, yeah. When I was in LA once, I like I I was there for shows, but all the shows were at the very end of the week, and I had like a full week where I wasn't. I didn't do stand up for a week, which at the time was the longest I had ever gone without doing stand up, Mm -hmm. and I was just like enjoying my life, walking slowly, wow, sitting. And I was like, this has been pretty good. Yeah. And you, what, you didn't like this? You didn't like LA because it was too nice? It was, I just, it's, you can only do like one thing a day in LA. Oh, sure. You can't like, you can't jump around. And I, I like to jump around. Oh, I mean, I totally get that. I like to be here. I like to be there. You can't bop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big bopper. (laughs) I bop. People have been calling you the big bopper. I'm the big bopper. Oh, Maggie Crane, the big bopper? Yeah. (laughs) Um... This just came to mind. I had this ex-boyfriend who was a poet, (laughs) and he, for my birthday, wrote me a poem. (laughs) You're, like, shamed. I don't know. That's fine. No. (laughs) No. And he wrote me a poem for my birthday present, which I was sort of like, okay, thanks. I'm not, like, your mom. But, um, and then in the the poem, he he described me as bopping. So, yeah, people do call me the big bopper. You've been the big bopper for longer than I realized. Since 2018, bitch. (laughs) Um, That's cool. I love to bop. And in L.A., you can't bop. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, hit us with those dates. In L.A., I'm in L.A., April 5th and 6th at the Yard Theater in Hollywood. And I'm at Mass Mocha on May 13th um, yeah, at, yeah, in North Adams, Massachusetts. And I got more dates coming. I got New York dates coming up. I got, hopefully, a Chicago date, some Scotland dates, so a London date. Hey. Hey. hey, that's exciting. A out of the way, game. Kat Cohen. There's yeah. a new show Get in town. Get out of here, Kat. <laughs> yes. Don't do the same thing at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at all. Could not be more different. Well, I guess people should follow you on Instagram. Please if they wanna, follow uh, me at Maggie Crane on Instagram, at Margaret K. Crane on Twitter. So crazy. My name's Margaret. Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I think it's cool. Margaret. I like it. I like I so I I'm a nanny and I met one of the friends of the girl I nanny her she her name's Margaret and she goes by Margaret and I was just blown away by ha- like being a a child and having the confidence to be called Margaret. Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, I no I'm Maggie. I need a, I need a dog's name actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't think of a better note to end up with that. Maggie Crane, thank you so much for thank coming Thank you for today. having me. This was so fun. Such a joy to talk to you. Always. People should check out uh, your show if they haven't already. Please do. And uh, they should stay tuned here on Radio Free Brooklyn for Two Thumbs Undecided and all the other shows that we've got coming up later on this evening. So keep that dial tuned. Keep that Radio Free Brooklyn app open on your <laughs> phone or tablet and enjoy the title track from Yola Tango's new album, <laughs> This stupid world. This has been Clear the Dance Floor with Colby Smith. Tell him. Bye bye. (laughs) That was so fun. Oh, that was.